0: Love, talk Radio
1: Welcome to Last First Date Radio featuring interviews with experts in dating, relating and mating in midlife and now here's your host Sandy Weiner Hello everybody welcome to Last First Date Radio so happy you're here This is Sandy Weiner and I am broadcasting from Israel I come here twice a year, usually, now that my daughter and her family have moved here. So I am lucky that I get to do my business from anywhere in the world. And I'm happy that you've joined me, and I'm really excited about our guest tonight. We are going to be talking to Camille Virginia. She is the founder of Master Offline Dating, and we're going to talk about how to find quality men in real life. This is almost a forgotten art, and Camille is going to talk, talk to us about how to actually make connections in person. It's a thing. People do that. So I I want you to know that um, love is not just for the lucky. I, I I think a lot of people have this misconception that luck is a big part of people who actually find love, or maybe it's about... You know, being beautiful and being super witty and brilliant, having a couple of degrees and, you know, just being one of those chosen ones. And here's the thing. Um, I was a screw-up in love for most of my life, which is how I got into this business. So luck has very little to do with it. It really is about being prepared. And that means going deeper into why do you make the mistakes you make? Why are you not finding the the right partner for you? And how are you not showing up as the woman of value that you are in the rest of your life? How are you not honoring and valuing yourself in your dating life? Because once you become that woman of value, once you really start to unlock the patterns that are unhealthy, you can actually learn the skills that it takes to find lasting love. You know, people hire coaches for working out, they hire coaches for sports. And the reason is because we don't see our blind spots. And someone else who has an outside perspective can help. And that's why I love doing what I do. It's why Camille loves doing what she does, I'm sure. And we're going to get into that in just a minute. But when you become that woman of value, you attract in toe-curling epic love. And all of you deserve that. So how do you become a woman of value? Well, every week I bring you a tip on how to do that. And this week's tip is step number 19, be the love you wish to find in the world. Now, we all heard of be the change you wish to find in the world. And be the love you wish to find in the world means that if you are out there looking for somebody who's really kind and generous and and tells the truth and is a good communicator, I want you to really... Look within and see where are you able to amp it up just a little bit in those areas. Because the more you live that person, live those qualities, the more you're going to attract those qualities into you. So before I bring on Camille, if you want to get support and you don't want to have to pay for it, you can actually join my private Facebook group. It's called Your Last First Date. And the conversation there is supportive, it's positive, and there is so much safety. It's just for women over 40. You can be in a relationship or single, but it's a place to come so that you do better because when you know better, you do better. So you have to apply to get in. Just apply to your last first date and I will approve you. So Camille Virginia, she is the founder of Master Offline Dating. Through private coaching and online courses and live workshops, she helps singles who are burned out with online dating and all the online dating apps. And she helps them find love in their lives by providing the key skills to boost social confidence, create romantic connections, and find lasting commitment in the real world. Welcome to two number episode number 280, Three Steps to Meeting Quality Men, in Real Life with Camille Virginia. Here we are.
0: <laughs> hey,
1: Sandy. <laughs> hey. Um, I, I love what you do. And I I, the first time I heard about you, I was like, I have to meet this woman. And now we're connected in so many wonderful ways. So I had to have you on my show. So let's talk about online dating and why so many people are just so freaking burnt out
0: yeah well when online dating first came around you know 15 years ago in the early stages um it was a novel thing it was you know people are like what I don't have to leave my house and I can get a date this is a little bit scary but also kind of intriguing and uh you know Gradually, it got socially accepted, and now I feel like the pendulum has swung so far to that end that people are like, Wait, you're single and you're not online? Like, wait, what is, how are you meeting people? And, you know, just 15, 20 years ago, we were meeting people in the real world, which is how uh, humans have done it for hundreds of thousands of years. But it's amazing how, you know, the world's moving so fast, how quickly we have forgotten that, and how. Unfortunately, we have forgotten the skills to do that. So I am helping the single women of the world who want at least another way to date. You know, you could totally date online and offline. Um, but I, I try to encourage not just putting all of your eggs in the online basket. mm mm-hmm yep it's a pretty big basket <laughs> um,
1: but people do get burnt out, so you know I see it all the time i i in my Facebook group, your last first date, people say, oh god another another guy ghosted me um or you know we were messaging and it seemed great, or I had a great first date, and then bam. I don't know what's going on. So I'm not dating online anymore. I'm just going to stay home with my cats. I mean, <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, what do you have to say about, first of all, you know, people quitting um, after after some burning out or after just sometimes just at the beginning, like I just got started with online dating and it's too frustrating. There's too many scammers. Um, so so what do you say to those people? Like if you, you know, just what do you say?
0: Uh, I would say with that, you know, um, just like anything, give it a shot. Like really uh, the first time you try anything, uh, it it might be hard. It might be awkward. It might not feel natural. And in the dating world you, you might get shot down, you know, maybe your first date after a relationship, whether you met online or offline, you don't feel a connection and you can't just give up on dating indefinitely because of that you have to try for another time you have to get you know you have to make the data statistically significant (laughs) so um if you've really put yourself out there and done the screening uh methods to try to find quality people and you know showed up in a good authentic way and you're still not getting the results then i say take a break from it because if you're showing up with the energy of being depleted and drained and dreading it that's going to come through in your conversations with people that you're meeting online. And it's just, it's not going to attract the right people. So it's going to become a self-fulfilling prophecy. So uh, I say, give it a shot, try to have fun with it. Don't take it too seriously. Know that there's going to be missteps along the way that probably have nothing to do with you. But even if you've done all of that, uh, and you're still not having fun with it or getting the results you want, I say take a break and try some Mm -hmm. offline techniques. Um
1: yeah, so here's another problem is how long of a break is the right kind of break? Like how do you know?
0: Um I I would say probably with anything, when you start taking a break, as long as you're filling that break with something else. So like in the case of online versus offline dating, you take a break and uh, you're trying your offline dating skills in the meantime. If you get to a point with the offline dating where you're getting, you know, burned out or it's, it's really hard or not getting the results you want with that, then maybe try that online again. But I would say, you know, whether you're trying online or offline, really give it a shot. Give it, I'd say, at least a couple weeks or a month or two in either case. And if you've really authentically put yourself out there in either case and you're not having fun with it, Maybe try switching it up and going for the other approach. Mm, that's good advice. Um, but I love how you keep
1: repeating, really put yourself out there. And I think a lot of people, they're, they're not doing that. So how would you define put yourself out there? Let's, let's talk about the offline world because that is your specialty. Um, and if you
0: want to, well, let's get to that, and then I want to hear a little bit about your story. Sure. Um, So with putting yourself out there, uh, it's funny. I was just talking to someone earlier today about going out as an introvert because I am an introvert, so I look for those Mm -hmm. quality connections over quantity. But uh, we were talking about networking, which, you know, the conversational skills at networking are very similar to the conversation skills with dating. Uh, It's authentically connecting with people, even if it's just for a brief moment. And so putting yourself out there is not just necessarily, you know, talking to 10 people and checking that off your list and being like, well, I put myself out there, I talked to 10 people. It's like you have to go a step further and look at were those quality conversations, like did you really show up, were you present, or were you talking to the third person and worrying about how you're going to meet the fourth person and your mind was not in the conversation, it was thinking about other things. Um, And so putting yourself out there includes doing that deeper work and, and really connecting with people, maybe being a little bit vulnerable, really listening, asking good questions, those kinds of things. If you can honestly say that you've been doing those things and you still aren't meeting someone, then at least you should feel good that you are putting yourself out there and maybe you just need a different approach to start getting the results you want. Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, we have to be present, and I'm an introvert as well, and dating was really a challenge for me. For a lot of my life, and so, and for most of my clients, you know, it's it's hard to show share more of yourself at the very beginning because most people don't reveal that much right away. They have to build safety and trust before they start to really open up. So, if you can share, um, well, some ways to meet people offline and what kinds of conversation starters could help especially shy or introverted people have an easier time than that.
0: Yeah. So I say every time you step foot outside is a chance to meet someone. And I have stories from meeting men at, excuse me, coffee shops, grocery stores, the airport, um, everywhere. And it's about being natural. It's about talking to people the same way you would a friend. So, What I mean by that is sometimes, you know, I feel like there's been social conditioning of, you know, you talk to your friends and your family in one way, you're totally yourself, you're very comfortable, very relaxed, but then for whatever reason, you know, someone comes along, like maybe a waiter or the cashier at the grocery store, and you're like, hi, how's your day going? And all of a sudden, (laughs) I've got myself doing this too, but your voice raises like an octave, and it's like, where did that (laughs) come from? it's (laughs) like yeah exactly it's like that I don't normally talk like that like who's that girl that came through so I would say start by talking to everyone the same talk to people like you already know them in the same exact way you would turn to your best friend and ask a question ask it of the person behind the counter or the person whose scarf you want to compliment and ask where they got it because you like it Um, you know things like that that's a great way to start hmm
1: okay so watch your voice don't go up a few octaves mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yep you really try to be familiar even if you're not and and compliment so you mentioned compliment their scarf so people really trip up on this one a lot they're like well I'm not comfortable saying like you have really nice eyes um or whatever, like, you know, it feels awkward giving a stranger a compliment because also I think too many women have been conditioned that if you start to flirt with somebody, it's an open invitation to sleep with them. Um, so so I want you to kind of bring people down to like a little different level of connecting where it's not overtly a sexual invitation.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's, that's a great point, Sandy. So um, Yeah. For whatever reason, there is this script of, oh, I said that I like his shoes, so therefore he must think I want to sleep with him. Like, but if we think about it, it's kind of ridiculous, right? Like, what the? Mm-hmm. Who programmed that into society? Um, so, <laughs> with that, I would say, um, you know, break the ice in a in a genuine way, and it, there probably is going to be some fear around it. It probably is going to feel awkward the first time you do it, just like with anything. But push past it. Watch people light up. So when you give um, a compliment, if we use that as an icebreaker, that's like giving someone a gift. You know, maybe they're just having a bad day or um, they bought a new necklace and it's it's really beautiful, but no one has said anything to them. And here they were so excited to wear it. And you come up and you say, hey, I just want to say your necklace is gorgeous. Where would you get it? Or that's my mm-hmm. favorite color. Or something and watch people light up. So kind of like with gift giving, um, I mean, we, we do it for selfish reasons almost because we like to feel good giving people gifts. But if you can't do that with a compliment, watch the reaction of the other person. And I've seen this play out. Actually, I have a funny story. Uh, I live in Chicago, so I take public transportation everywhere. And there was a crowded train one day, and this guy um, – was seated was uh, seated down and a woman got on the train and he gets up and offers her his spot. And she's like, Oh, thank you. And she takes his seat and he like lit up. And from that moment on he did this like four other times. And he was just like now the man who was finding women's seats on the train. And every time that he found his seat for a woman and offered it to her and, and she accepted his face would light up. Like he was having the time of his life. And I think we forget that the compliment doesn't have to be about you and your social skills. Like, do it for the other person. Maybe they're having a horrible day and, and you just brought them up a little bit. So, if you can't do it for you and it feels mm-hmm. unnatural, do it for the other person.
1: Mm hmm. I love that. That's great. What a great story about the train. Yeah. There, I mean, you think about, like, in New York City, we used to go on the subway and people would be singing or dancing on the train, and it, it would light people's day up, you know, just to have humor and. Um, a little levity because we often are in a book or on our phones and not even paying attention to what's going on. And I'll tell you, I'm here in Israel with my grandchildren and my daughter and son-in-law, and it's a great lesson in putting your phone down and being present. Because seeing the world through a child's eyes is really a good reminder about how to be out in the world and and to be totally present and appreciate the moments. Because we so rarely do that, so I love I love being here because of that.
0: I love that. Yeah, and that's such a great lens to look through is the eyes of a child. You know, children. What's that saying? Like children ask say the damnedest things or something, or ask the best questions. The darndest, yeah. Because they're natural. darndest, yeah. The darndest things. Yes. Oops, sorry. <laughs> um, that's okay, you're very young. <laughs> But it's funny because like we, for some, that gets squelched when we get older. You know, we don't, maybe we're afraid of offending someone or uh, we overthink it or it's been two years since we've given anyone a compliment and we don't know how to, we think we don't know how to do it anymore. But uh, Mm. now it's just, um, it's having those child eyes like, uh, oh, I like a watch that the guy's wearing, you know hey, sir, I really like your watch. Like, is there a story behind it? Which is actually a line that I've Mm -hmm. used and ended up hearing a really interesting Mm. story about this guy's watch. So, um, Mm -hmm. you know, don't don't hesitate. Just put yourself, uh, take it from your mind to your mouth. If you're thinking a thought or a question and it's not offensive, which it probably isn't, (laughs) go for it.
1: That's great. Uh,
0: Yeah, I just, somebody at the airport
1: on the way to Israel, um, I started a conversation with a woman And she complimented my watch, and we got into a conversation about it. So it works with women too. Um, So, um, yeah, so before we get into the next juicy part, which I want you to share about um, how to actually get somebody to ask out when you meet in person, I want you to share a little bit about how you got into this business and, you know, what's your story?
0: Yeah, so um, I actually grew up pretty shy, and I'm still an introvert, but back growing up, I was an introvert who also didn't know how to talk to people. So um, eventually, I just got tired of it, and I was like, gosh, how can I, you know, other people just seem so comfortable around people. I want to be like that. How do I do that? And so I just started doing a lot of the stuff that we've been talking about of saying things Random people and seeing where the conversation goes and asking questions and I will tell you there were a lot of awkward moments in honing these skills but that's why uh, I love what you said at the beginning um, of the podcast or other the radio show about um, you know putting yourself out there and and being open and getting a coach to see your blind spots because we get all up in our heads about this kind of stuff and so. I feel like you know you and I have have kind of a similar story of you know we were both really bad at dating and now we coach on it. But to let us help you with ways that we had to learn the hard way, uh, you know, how, here's our lessons learned from that, so you, that you don't have to go through the same stuff that we did and get better results because of it. So um, eventually, I just kept putting myself out there, talking to people. And I found this love of connecting with people. And in the process of just having great conversations, uh, I started getting asked out by men like everywhere I went. It was totally crazy. Uh, you know, nice. I gave some examples, grocery store, coffee shop, bus stop, the train walking down the street. It's it's just nuts. And so when you have these genuine connection <laughs> skills, it's really just connecting with people. Uh, and in the process, you know, you start to connect with potential romantic partners, and it's just phenomenal. Hmm. So people are probably listening thinking, yeah, it happened to her because
1: she's really cute, but it's not going to happen to me. So <laughs> so if you can share how anybody could use these techniques and get somebody to actually ask you out. And so so what I see, and, and maybe you can clarify this, is a lot of people are great at communication like or making conversation what they're not great at is making conversation that leads to a date. So they'll say, "Oh, you know, I can talk to men, I can talk to women, no problem, but no one ever asks me out." So, what's mm-hmm. the secret sauce?
0: <laughs> so, with that, I'd say there's uh there's two different things. One is what kind of conversations are you having? Like, yeah, okay, I have met people who can say they can talk to anyone, but they're not getting dates. Well, are you just talking about the weather? Are you, are you meaningfully connecting? Um, are you asking, uh, you know, Oh, what brought you to this event or what's something in your life that's that you're really excited about right now, or those kinds of good questions, not the typical, how's your day going or, you know, things like that, that really don't, don't often lead to a, a deeper connection. So that's one thing is Mm -hmm. look at the quality of your conversations Uh, The second thing is to to transition it to an ask-out. What I really recommend is talking about things that you like to do, that you're interested in, that you're passionate about, uh, cuisines that you like, activities that you do, things like that. So basically what you're doing is you're sharing about yourself, not in a too vulnerable way. You're simply sharing about, you know, your personality and your interests and your likes. But what it does is it sets, sets the stage for the person you're talking to, to say, oh my gosh, I play tennis too. I just got my racket restrung. We should play together sometime. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's a very authentic way to just lead to that natural, like, you like this, I like this. Let's do this together. And as the woman, oftentimes, if you kind of set things up that way in the very authentic way, the guy will think it was totally his idea to ask you out. <laughs> yeah,
1: so much of life is about is about fooling men, isn't it? Into <laughs> <And laughs> thinking it's <Yep>. their idea. I <laughs> think <laughs> so much Actually, more powerful. men will even, men will admit that. They'll say, Yeah, it was her idea but, but you know or she's really got all the power in the relationship but you know, but I wanna believe it was me. Um so <laughs> I that's great though. It's you know, and I think many people don't have meaningful conversations and and, I, and I'll also just bring it back to being with my grandkids. So there's a three-year-old here who goes to nursery school, to preschool. And right before I left, I read an article about 50 things you can say to kids that actually get them to talk to you. So what that doesn't include is how was your day? Because kids will usually say, good. Mm-hmm. Right? That's, that's pretty mm-hmm. much how we do it in dating. So there were 50 conversation starters and a lot of them can be used in in any part of your life like what was the what was the happiest part of your day or you know who'd you go to recess with (laughs) you know know, but it's it's like you know what made you cry what what you know what made you really laugh out loud today you know any anything that's going to conjure up a moment not a just a bland general question that is what everybody else asks and does not lead to anything rich and interesting so I, I actually posted the, the article in my Facebook group and people were like yeah we could use those questions and dates too so yeah what we do in one part of our life we should do in all parts of our life it's usually it's a good indication so let's, let's give us actionable steps here unless you wanted to say something about what I just said because I just kind of went right into the next question
0: yeah, no, I I love that. I think we overcomplicate things so much sometimes as adults, you know, um, and it's really just the simple stuff. There's no like one sentence that will get him to ask you out. It's like, uh, you know, it's going to change based on conversation context and situation and all this stuff, but it's really just not overthinking it, being yourself, making people feel comfortable and like they can really connect with you and that's it. And that could just be through a single question that's, not, how's your day going? <laughs> right. <laughs> how
1: are you? I mean, that's how people start with online dating, too. How are you? Or you're pretty. You're handsome. Well, come on. No, work a little harder. <laughs> Think a little more. Exactly. Think about what it would feel like to get that response, you know, to get that kind of message from somebody. And what would make you light up? Um, I was thinking about, as you were talking, that in business, We talk about nurturing relationships, you know, we we wouldn't be successful in business if we didn't actually create relationships with people before we sold them one of our services, because then it would feel slimy and sleazy. But people do that in dating all the time. It's like, hi, you know, go out with me and sleep with me. And that's totally cool because we don't know each other. <laughs> we haven't built any kind of trust or relationship here. But, yeah, it's dating. So let me send you some pictures that are compromising. And send me a couple too. But <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but nurturing the relationship is really what it's all about. And that's how we make connections. And it's about giving to get. You know, I think that when you come out of yourself and you stop really focusing so much on what do they think of me and I hope they like me and focus more on how am I going to make a connection, which is what you keep saying here. It's like we're, we're making connections here. We're sharing parts of our authentic self. We're bringing a little bit more to the table than we normally would. We're getting out of our comfort zone. So, so let's give an actionable step to our listeners, something they can do in the next 24 hours to start tapping into those offline opportunities.
0: So I would say with that, um, those thoughts that, that we have in our head of, um, it could be a compliment, it could be a question, it could be, you know, anything, it's to say it before you can overthink it. So take it from your mind to your mouth and just it. I mean, it, it, again, unless it's like really offensive, which, you know, um, keep those to yourself, maybe. But if it's just that natural curiosity or a kindness or things like that, uh, just say it because I, I guarantee you it's not going to be as difficult as you think. There's like, I feel like they're, the longer we go without using uh, social skills, it's like muscles, the, the more they're going to atrophy. And so by you simply mm-hmm. taking that first step and busting through that barrier, and realizing that, oh, that actually wasn't that bad. Uh, you're gonna conquer that fear and it's gonna be 10 times easier to do it the next time. And then it's just gonna get easier and easier. And as it gets easier, you're gonna get better. And as you get better, you're gonna enjoy it more and you're gonna do it more, which means it's just this like, it's, the, uh, it's this uh, opposite self-fulfilling prophecy of continuing to build up these skills and enjoy it, have fun, get results, practice, practice, practice. <laughs> Rinse and repeat. I love it. I love it. I, it's really
1: overcoming those fears. The fears are always much worse than we think. We we can blow those fears so out of proportion and we miss all those opportunities that we don't take. So yeah, how many times have people walked away thinking, I wish I would have said something. Oh, that person was really cute over there and I could have had a conversation and we never connected. So yeah, do this. <laughs> do this. This is good good information that Camille is sharing here and, and I'm going to post this in my blog and I want people to comment at the bottom once they've taken on this challenge and, and really let us know what happened, did you do it, and what the results were. Um, so this is fabulous Camille as always and I know you have a special offer for our audience.
0: Can yeah, so I'd love to Absolutely. I'd love to offer my uh, free guide, Dating App Detox, the ultimate guide to getting a date without going online. And I know you'll post the link, Sandy, but they can go to masterofflinedating.com, backslash, or I guess forward slash last first date and find it there.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on my show, for being a guest in my inner circle, for being in my Uh, in our mastermind group for being a friend (laughs) i really appreciate you camille
0: oh thank you so much sandy i i love your work and i'm so glad that we get to bring all this value to the world so thanks so much for having me
1: oh my pleasure and thanks everybody for listening today and i hope you all go on your last first date very soon have a great day